you have one new voice message. Welcome to our unnamed podcast. Untitled. First of many, manifesting it. Yes. <laughs> um, but yeah, we should let everyone know who is listening. First of all, thank you yes. for actually clicking on this link. Yeah. I don't know how you got here, but welcome. Yes. And you probably have no idea what's in store. Neither do we. But it's a good time. <laughs> it's a good time. It's we're, a good time. We're thankful for you. So thank you for dropping by. Thank you. <laughs> yeah. So my, um, my name is Ashna. I am 23, turning 24 in June. Ooh. I am a Cancer. Yes. We're both from Sydney, Australia. Mm-hmm. Um, and a little bit about myself. I am a hot mess. <laughs> I am um, a extroverted introvert, I think yes. is the best way to describe myself. Um, and... Uh, a little bit scared for this experience, a little mm. bit confused, but we've been talking about this for a while. A long and time. We're finally um, giving ourselves a shot at life. Yes. Um, and that's all about myself, really, that you need to know. I'm single, so <laughs> that's going to be a fun theme of this podcast. I think it's going to come up quite a bit. Yeah. Um, yeah. Fiona, what about you? Yes. So I am Fiona. I am 26. I am a Virgo. Um, as we said, I'm from Sydney as well. And a bit about myself. Um, I <laughs> I am an introverted extrovert. Mm-hmm. So a little bit like you, but different. <laughs> um, and I am married. I have two cats. Oh, love them. <laughs> love my cats. And I don't know. It's really hard trying hard to, to talk explain about yourself. Your, yeah. like, to explain yourself. I feel like I could explain you and you could explain me. Sorry, our cats. <laughs> <laughs> the cats are fighting <laughs> right now. <laughs> They're playing on the chair right next to us. Oh my God, that's so funny. What are you guys doing? At least someone's having fun in life. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. All right. Um, that was the worst way to introduce myself. But um, I don't know. It's really tough. I find it really difficult to mm. explain myself. You guys will get to know us through, you know, the coming, however long we do this, hopefully for a really long time. Yeah. But you'll get to know us and um, how we think and operate and yeah, yeah, we're a good time. We're a good time. This is the best way we can explain ourselves right now, but we like to talk about ourselves, so you'll hear more. (laughs) Um, Should we talk about how we met? Yeah, probably. Yeah. Um, Do you know what year it was? Um, I think it was 2006. 17? No. What year is it now? 2021? Yeah. It was four years ago. So yeah, 2016? Yeah, I think the I think end it was 2016. Yeah. yeah. Math. I <laughs> remember my first memory actually of you is yeah. um, at the Grace Hotel. We were both working for the same uh, company yeah. in the beauty industry. Mm-hmm. And I remember, sorry, Trixie's just running on the chair. That's the noise. <laughs> it's some background yeah. music. Um, yeah, I remember seeing Fiona at uh, something called induction, mm. where we were together every day, I think for two weeks, five yeah. days a week. And it was a group of five of us. And I was very nervous because I really, really, really wanted the job. And we yeah. had already gotten the job, but I yeah. really, really wanted to do very well and whenever I'm really nervous I get really quiet which is the complete opposite to how I am if you really know me I'm quite like loud and yeah. annoying but um never I, annoying no <laughs> annoying to my, stop you right there 
annoying. Um, but yeah, we, we met and I was really quiet and everyone else in the company was actually fairly extroverted, I feel like. Yeah, and super extroverted yeah, actually. I remember the, I remember exactly when I, like my first, first memory of you, we were, I think coming back from lunch or starting yeah. in the morning. I can't remember. I was in the front row and then we were sitting in like our, our teams. Yeah. And I turned around and someone next to you said something and I turned around and then we just had a group conversation and I was like, oh, like you were kind of quiet too. So I was yeah. like, oh wait, this girl's really quiet. I don't know why. Yeah. I just, I just immediately connected to you and I was yeah. like, oh, this girl's really cool. So that's my first memory of yeah. you. It's your first memory of me. I think mine's very similar, but I think mine was more when we were working together properly. Right. That's when I knew we were going to be like great friends. Yeah. And I think it was more when we were actually like working properly after induction. Yeah. And I think I just felt so comfortable just around you. Like you just made me feel so safe and so like welcome. I don't know. Yeah. It's just really weird. And I feel like in that time of life as well, I was so insecure mm. and so shy and like having you and you were just such like a ray of sunshine so I feel like I just remember just like working whenever I would see you and I'd be like oh I'm so glad like Ashton is working yeah. today and just I think yeah I definitely felt that way too whenever yeah. I'd walk into work I was like oh my god I'm so happy yeah Fiona's here yeah. and I think again actually interestingly enough looking mm. back in that time of my life I think I was so focused on like because I was a Christmas casual and you were you were a Christmas casual yeah. too, right? Yeah. So I think for me personally, I'm not gonna speak on your behalf, but I was so focused on like securing a proper role. So I kind of like just was so professional at work that it came across as a little bit closed off. But I yeah. I knew that with you it wasn't like a dismissive or cold yeah. way. It was just me doing my job and you doing yeah. your job. Um and then we just grew a really weird friendship. I don't yeah. know, like it just got really close out of nowhere. I could yeah. have never seen it coming. But I'm I feel not like surprised. there was just that like safety with each other. Where yeah. I was just like, I just knew. I think you could just tell with vibes of anyway of people. Yeah. And I knew like the minute I met you, I was just like, this is just someone that is just like me. Like when I saw you, yeah. I saw me. <laughs> yeah, no, no, no. I get that. So it was yeah. like that safety and it was, it was good. It was just so work focused and really struggled to be open friends up. and open yeah. up with people. It was really tough. And I feel a lot of our friendship was all out of work it was like never out oh yeah work. our friend people no. didn't know that we were friends at work no they had no idea people still to this day do not know yeah. that we are friends like yeah. at work we were so professional you would not know that like yeah. and i think also back then we just didn't really like put us hanging out on social media and stuff for whatever reasons yeah. you know we don't need to go into um yeah you wouldn't know that we we're friends at no. work everyone was like oh wait ashton and sienna are friends like what do you mean yeah so funny Pretty good. So that's how we met. We we um both started at a beauty company at the same time. Yeah. <laughs> and we were both little Christmas casuals. And wow, and now you're still I'm still there. there. Yeah. It's Not a Christmas you're, casual. No, but. you've done you're like you're amazing. You've done yeah. so well. And I've um I think I've really opened up with my own personality at work mm, too. Though. We've grown a lot. I think that yeah. job really does help like, it does yeah bring bring you out you have so many like great opportunities there yeah. as well but yeah. it's just so crazy like to see where we came from and like our mm. bonding was like our shyness and our like hiding yeah. kind of our personalities and i feel yeah. like being together and being friends we've really like grown together and brought so. out the best in each other we actually have really strong personalities like when people they think we're like quite introverted but we're yeah. very opinionated we're very headstrong <laughs> Um, yes. You guys are going to get to see that. It will probably come out. Yeah. 
very soon. Should we talk about the purpose of our podcast? Like, what are we doing here? Like, yeah. how did this happen? How did this happen? Actually, I would like to preface this by mm. saying this idea. Mm. I remember voice messaging Fiona on the way back from work. And mm. I was like, we should do a podcast. Yeah. And actually what sparked that idea for me was um, Fiona and I do voice messages to each other. Mm-hmm. So we, when she left the company, yeah. um, we were finding, I think, a little bit hard to keep in touch because we were mm. such bad texters. Yeah. And every time we would text each other, we'd be like, I'm so sorry for the late <laughs> reply. I'm so sorry for the late reply. Yeah. I think one day... I, Either you or me, we just voice message. Yeah. And it worked. Yeah. And then I remember, like, you know, after a couple of months of voice messaging and whatnot, yeah. your voice message was playing in the background. And yeah. it was my sister mm. who was like, Fiona has an amazing voice. She needs to do podcasts. That was and I the was best. like, you know what? You're right. And yeah. I was like, let me rip myself <laughs> into this um, and record our conversations. Yeah. And I think it's such a great idea because we, like, if you ever heard any of our voice messages, who knows? We might be spicy. We might play one one day. No. Our voice messages go for a really long time. I think yeah. once I sent like an 11 minute one and then a 20 oh, minute one. 11 minutes, fine. Yeah. It gets into like 20, gets, 30, 40. We go crazy and like it's just, and <laughs> we got to a point where we would have to like hear one portion, reply, listen to the rest, reply, yeah. listen to the rest. Like they go intense and we're like, you know what? <laughs> Maybe we should just hang out and we can record it. Yeah. Um, I love our voice messages. I know. They're so fun. We get really like meaningful discussions out of it. Yeah. um, I think this podcast is meant to be like an extension of our our voice messages and really just sharing what we have learned. So hopefully that can be, you know, something that will maybe help you guys out if you're feeling you know, connected to something that we're talking about and you don't have someone around you that's experiencing the same thing. Um, this is something that can help you just, you know, make you feel like, okay, we're also Mm. going through this too. Um, and it doesn't have to be such a tragic experience, um, and that you can learn from all experiences, no matter how painful. And I found that like our voice messages were so healing. Like at first it was just a way to keep in contact, but it actually ended up being like, therapy therapy it really did because there was it was so nice like when you're just kind of like caught up in your emotions and caught up in your feelings to just sit in complete silence and just Mm. completely vent but vent to someone that you know really cares and is really going to take the time to listen and give you advice and Mm. really um not judge and not judge and I found that that's what's like so good with us is we can really talk to each other and Get it out. Say the most insane things. And say it. And then it has helped me grow and learn about myself and just feel so much better. I feel Mm. really healed from our voice messages. So I agree. Yeah. You know, I will say one thing. One thing I really like about our voice messages and Mm. about our, like, friendship. Yeah. uh, Relationship friendship, same thing. Yeah. I was about to say, like, with our voice messages, we've never really, in you know, brought up the fact that, like, like I've never been like to you, oh, you feel this way, but last week you said this. You know never. what I mean? We've never, ever done that. Yeah. And, like, I think that's such an important thing to actually realize. Like, we accept that our opinions change. Yeah. And we accept that um, how we're feeling in the moment can be temporary. And yeah. it's something that you're one person I found that I really don't have to explain that to. Mm. Like, it's never... Not saying that anyone else does that, but it's just really like I've noticed with us, the way that I communicate with you, Mm. I know that it's never going to be 
like rehashed and be like, yeah. but you said this last week. And I think it's just our dynamic. And yeah. I think we really understand that sometimes like in our personalities as well, like mm. we are so emotional sometimes yes. and reactive. Yeah. Um, and I think it's just a common ground that we know that that's just how we are sometimes. And we just need yeah. to be heard and we just need someone to kind of just like <clears throat> nurture our feelings a little bit. Mm. And I found, um, I find that that's, yeah, really good with us. Yeah. Because we can do that. And it's kind of, I, sometimes sometimes when you voice message me, you're like, I sound crazy, but yeah. I'm like, blah, 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 blah. And, I'm always, and it's always just the same. Or even when I do it as well to you, and I'm just like, I know I'm just like in a mood, but I just mm. have to let it out. Like, I just have to say it. And then it's always like straight away, it's just be like, no, like your feelings are so valid. Like, that's so fine to feel yeah. that way. Um, we have a good dynamic like yeah, that because super I super understanding, super understanding. But we don't get, we don't let each other get carried away with that. No. Like so many times, I'll send you a really emotional message, and mm. you'll be like, "Listen, like mm. blah 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 blah." Like you don't really like egg on or fuel my feelings as well, yeah. um, which is really important because yeah. you've got to have a friend to tell you, like, "Listen, yeah, I understand that you're feeling this this way." Like, have you thought about this perspective? Yeah, but let me know how you're feeling now. I feel like yeah. we do that as well. Like yeah. it's just. It's not like a wave of validation. I feel like we should move on to um, mm. one of our segments that we want to trial on this podcast. And it's called, I think we're going to call it Daily Struggles slash What Are You Going Through? What Are You Going Through? And the inspiration routine, What Are You Going Through? comes from my two sisters mm. who, definition and tell, every time I sit there and have like... Something stupid comes out of my mouth. Or mm. I'm a very emotional person. I wear my heart on my sleeve. We love ver- cancers. Yeah. <laughs> I'm very vulnerable. Everything's written all over my face. I cry at commercials. Like, it's just, it is what it is. But, um, you know, sometimes I say really stupid things and out-of-pocket emotional things. Mm. And my sisters will be like, what are you going through? <laughs> and it makes me think, like, you know what? What am I going what through? What am I going what through? What am I going through? Well, today I'm going to talk about it. Yeah, today I'm going to talk about it. Um, so, I thought for our first podcast, um, Fiona and I actually, mm. I sent Fiona a really long voice message about this feeling that I was feeling Mm. and then she got back to me and she's like this is exactly what I'm going through and I was like how is it that we're constantly going through very similar things at the same time literally all the time we're living the same life (laughs) I know it's a bit scary like it's it's a little bit but it's great because we're never alone we're soulmates we're soulmates um okay so maybe I should just open up about what I am going through um so this is a bit of therapy now Um, so I am 23 turning 24 and I've already, you know, talked to Fiona about this. I've talked to my sister about this and I think it's something that a lot of young adults really go through, but don't speak about as much. Um, or maybe they don't go through it. I don't know. I can't speak on all young adults. (laughs) I don't know what you're going through. Yeah. But, um, what Fiona and I really do is we don't step out of our comfort zone. And that's something that I realized amidst the COVID pandemic. Yeah. Um, that was really husky. Sorry, did you yeah, hear that? Yeah, no, that's so funny. <laughs> she, she gets it. All right, guys, I'm, I'm, a sorry, bit, I'm, sorry, sorry. I'm a bit scared. I'm not going to lie. Anyway, um, yeah, so we were talking about the fact that, you know, prior to me, um, prior to COVID, I thought I wanted something out of life. I thought I wanted one stable job, marriage, marriage, kids, and, you know, move on and settle down in life. Yeah. And now that COVID has literally locked us in the country where we cannot leave yeah. and my life is, you know, the same thing every day, go to work, go home, mm. maybe go see my family, whatever. 
it's made me realize that my whole life I have never stepped out of my comfort zone. And initially before COVID, it was fine because I thought I wanted something out of life. Mm-hmm. I thought I was on the track to get it. And then COVID happened and I realized, okay, the last couple of years of my life have been the same. Nothing has changed. And I have the this big world around me and I'm not living. Yeah. You know what I mean? So I've gone from, I'm a cancer, so I crave stability. I want yeah. family. I still want those things, but... I think I've almost wanted it so badly that I haven't said yes to other experiences and opportunities. Mm-hmm. And I've been almost too afraid to do anything. Um, and I think a lot of young women can relate to that because mm-hmm. I think as young women, the world is, you know, it's big and it's tough and it's scary, mm-hmm. but it's also harder for us to mentally accept that, hey, you actually can be selfish and you can do things for yourself. And even just taking risks, I feel like I'm not a risk taker. I've been t- and you know at 23, 24 years old, it's cute till you know you realize at a point what have I actually done in my life where I've stepped out of my comfort zone, yeah. and you know I think this podcast is a great way of me stepping out of my comfort zone, of you yeah. stepping out of your comfort zone, and just saying yes to the opportunities of life. I think when you voice message that to me, yeah, it really my meltdown. Yeah. <laughs> It was very valid and very... I could definitely understand where you were coming from because I was like, I feel the exact same way because I've always been the same too. Like, mm. I'm not much of a risk taker. I always weigh up everything. I overthink everything. Yep. I never want to um, regret anything. And I'm always just like, as long as I make like a really informed decision, then mm. I'll not have any regrets. But I make it too informed that I don't want to do it and I just get yeah. in my head and everything's so scary. And then you turn like now I'm 26 and I'm like, well, I've been thinking for so many years. Yes. When am I going to start doing? And I'm around so many people that are, I'm very lucky that a lot of people around me are the kind of complete opposite. Like Same. so carefree. They're so full of freedom. They're doing exactly what they like. They're following mm. their dreams. And I just admire that so much. And I think really taking a step back from just like living like the normal life where you're just like going to work every day and you're in such a routine based thing and just seeing people really take risks for what they love and what they want to do yeah and seeing though even though it is a risk they're so happy and they're so free that really inspired me to do the same and be like life is so short and in the like and at the end of it it just doesn't matter like who cares if you fail like I don't have to be perfect and I don't have to prove it to anyone and I don't have to do any like I don't have to do anything for anyone I have to do what I want for me Mm. and I think hearing that really like push it even more because hearing it with you and straight away I'm like you have so much potential to do anything you want like why are you holding yourself back Mm. so when we were voice messaging you know what like let's just not think about it and be so like uptight and just be so sensible I know you don't have to like jump off a cliff (laughs) (laughs) I remember you voice messaged me she's like we can do anything but we're not skydiving we're not skydiving say yes to like the smallest opportunity (laughs) I am not jumping out of a plane anytime soon no that's I will never do that like no I I don't think I'll ever do that too that's too much like, stay tuned <laughs> next episode skydiving <laughs> hey guys we're live from the helicopter we're just about to jump <laughs> and then our parents call and they're like what is going on i would literally like maybe if we get a sponsor one day i'll do it okay, okay. listen I billionaires of spotify james packer <laughs> oh my god if you're listening 
we're here. You know where to find us. But let's just do it together and keep yeah. each other accountable and let's watch each other grow and um, succeed. And we've been talking about a podcast for months, yeah. but both of us are like, we need a plan. We need this. We need but we that. didn't plan this today. No, we just did We it. literally did an Instagram photo edited mm. in 15 minutes. Yeah. We created a survey monkey in yeah. five minutes. Uh, the longest part actually took um, that that took the longest was getting the mic set up. Yeah, um, that and was then tough. We, yeah, and I hope we it's working. yeah we had no plans of actually recording anything today, and we yeah. just did it. Yeah, and that's like a massive yeah. goal for us this year is to just get out do of our it. comfort zone and let's just do things. Oh my god, I'm just so sick of mm. that bloody voice. That's that so stupid, annoying. But exactly, <laughs> like that I just voice. don't want to anymore. I'm like, I just want to enjoy and just love my life and. I just, I'm so sick of just like sitting on the sideline or watching my life pass me by. Oh my God, literally I just want to actually be a part of my own life and enjoy it. So this was one of our things. Yeah, and we did it. We're doing it and I'm having a lot of fun. Me too. Yeah. I will say like that sentiment of um, like sitting and watching life pass you by that Mm. literally like I felt that I think a month ago now and it was a really depressing feeling Mm. to feel. Um, cause I realized like, you know, it was something that it was actually, um, a Snapchat that came up from three years ago mm. and I think actually maybe two years ago and it was around yeah. your wedding Yeah. and I looked at the memories and I was like, okay, I'm in the same job. I'm not doing anything. I'm this, I'm not obviously not the same person, yeah. but I was like, everything that was happening two years ago is the same as my life now. Yeah. And what, you know, I've had a lot of exciting work opportunities and I've, you know, I've got, you know, I'm not going to take away from yeah. a lot of the successes I've had in the last two years, but also at the core of it, mm. I haven't pushed myself yeah. and I haven't grown like that. And I think that really hit like a mental place for me where I was yeah. like, this is a bit depressing. Yeah. Um, and I thought about it for a few days and then I just told Fiona and I was like, mm. listen, like I had a bit of a like crisis. Like, I don't yeah. know what, like how this happened, but I just suddenly woke up and realized that the life I wanted for myself is actually not what I want at all. Yeah. Um, do you think, I actually, I just thought about this. Like, mm. what do you think about with the young women being constantly told like, this is what society expects of you and this is what you need to do and having that like culturally ingrained in us that, you know, taking risks is something you shouldn't do. Do you think that's something that society has kind of pushed on us or? Um, I don't know. I don't, what do you think? Cause I don't know if I would feel just women mm. alone. Was there like a, a situation that made you think of that? Like I just think. women? I think what I was alluding to is mm. with society, I think they're just kinder to men. And when men do take risks, it's very mm. like, oh, yeah, like, here's a guy who's doing all this. But uh. when when women take risks, it's like, okay, when is she going to get married? When is she going to have kids? When is she going to – but men really don't get that expectation. There's definitely a, a lot more pressure on women. Yeah. Women. Woman. Woman. <laughs> oh, my God. I don't know what yeah. that accent was I just put on. Um on women in like there's a lot more pressure definitely Mm. because yeah you are told all the time like you have a time limit yeah and you and it's very overwhelming to be like i need to make a career and a stable career Mm. before i have kids but you're too but you can't have a but it's like oh but if you're like a working you're a bad 
like no, you're not. I don't. Obviously, say this, we don't mean this. But yeah. I, this is in like um in society's society. way that like if you are a really successful um family, that obviously your kids will have like a nanny or like yeah. um looked after by other people, and people think like you're being they a bad judge mom you for that. But yeah, if you're a stay at home mom, you're judged for that. Women um, are judged for everything. For everything, like you really can't win. win. You can't win, and it's really like a lot of pressure. And I think that was a lot of like when I was really young, I mm. was so set on being so successful and like climbing the corporate ladder. And I was like, yeah. even to the point where I was like, I wouldn't have kids if it jeopardized me being successful and I'm yeah. like it's so crazy because it's just so the opposite of what I Where am now. now yeah but growing up like that's what I really thought was the best way to be um and now like you kind of look at it as a whole and it's just like what can you really do because as a mum you're kind of really judged for everything you oh do. yeah mums get judged like nothing oh the cats are really having a good time yeah mums get this. judged for obviously we are not parents so no. we don't have first don't experience really no but just like from what we see in society yeah and like obviously we could be wrong as well not everyone's judging but yeah um i guess like what what do they usually say like the negatives are always loud like the haters are always yeah. louder they yeah. shout like louder in the room yeah. so i think that that's what i'm kind of going off but i think yeah, it's a lot easier for men like because men will if if the woman has a child mm. um the men can go back to work they can have the same role they can come home and there's just not that much support for women and i think i saw oh my god i always go back to tiktok but i saw a tiktok <laughs> um and it was like this one where she was just saying you know like men get lauded for the bare minimum yes you know have you seen that one? She was like, I really noticed it when I had my first kid. And she was just saying how, like, she was, like, breastfeeding. And she was, like, doing everything. And she hadn't slept. And she was, like, cleaning up vomit. She was mm. doing everything. She's like, people were always saying, like, you shouldn't be doing this. You should be having this. You should be doing this for your kid. And she's like, I was criticized constantly how I could mm. be doing a better job as a mom. And she goes, and then my husband changed the nappy once. Oh, my God. And then they were like, he's so great. He's such a great dad. And she's like, he's literally doing the bare minimum. But yet I'm getting criticized for yeah. everything. And it's, like, not taking away, like what a man does they still do well but it's like when will women not be held to such an unachievable standard and you even see it like working in corporate um Mm. when i've worked women work like 10 times 10 times harder and it's so much easier for men to get promotions and stuff and it's Mm. this is from my experience Mm. i'm sure there's lots of companies because the world is evolving and Mm. there's definitely companies that are much more modern than some others Mm. but through my experience it was definitely a male run yeah company and um you just see the amount of work and the amount of pressure and the just everything that they get and like you even see like if they're having a bad day or they're just under a lot of stress Mm. easily they just like um you can't really go to her or Mm. she's not approachable or blah 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 but then a man will be doing like half of that and be just as rude and it's like oh he's so powerful he's yeah bad. and it's a power move yeah um they associate it positively yeah i feel like there's still a lot of change that needs to yeah. happen but in saying that like i don't know like it's do you just... think so now that you've like reflected on that mm. do you think like this is where i'm like connecting the dots do yeah. you think that because of these really unattainable like what is it? Unattainable. What did you say? Unattainable standards for women. Yeah, unattainable. I was like, so there's all I these say? unattainable standards for women. Do you think that inherently, um, like, and psychologically, mm. does prevent us from being such risk takers because women are so heavily judged in society for like aggressively pursuing their own self interest? Possibly. Like, mm. I think that could definitely be a, a thing because I feel like in 
the working world, you assess mm. yourself 10 times harder than your boss would even. Like yeah. everything you do, you're overthinking it, analyzing it, not taking risks. You want to make sure you don't mess up in any way. Um, you're trying to do everything you can. I feel like that kind of does like mm. go into your personal life as well. I think so too. I think it's just like kind of how we've kind of been raised as well. I think yeah. even like, um, from the generation of our parents to us like they have it's always just like as a woman you need to do this you need mm-hmm. to do that you need to do this all the time um even like when I first started my first like job when I was like 16 like my dad was like you need to like treat your boss how you would treat me like the same respect and that's always been ingrained in me mm. so I've always been very like um like just that authority figure to me yeah. in a sense and I've never learned to kind of have my own I've yeah. always put that like in the back of your head. Yeah. Yeah. I think moving back into, like, the comfort zones. Mm. Um, see, like, I'm exactly the same. I have mm. people around me who are so adventurous. Yeah. They're so brave. Like, yeah. my two sisters are so open to the world and the opportunities around mm. it. And, like, it's so inspirational for me to see now. Because yeah. now... Like, before I was like, that's what they want to do in life. They mm. should go for it. Yeah. But, you know, it... Now I'm looking at it, like, in this situation, I'm like, it's actually so hard to do that. Mm. It's actually so hard to step away from everything that you know and take a risk on yourself and be like, you know what? No, I want to go do this. I want to move here. I want to try this out. And it's uh, very admirable, the Mm. people who do do that. I think that's incredibly brave and incredibly strong. And I hope one day, you know, I can really... like bet on myself to like really go against the grain and forge your own path yeah and it's like so scary because you don't know like what's going to be around the corner but i feel like that's taking that control back of your life and being like this is my story yeah it's not going to be written by anyone else but me and i feel like that's where we are right now i feel like we both at the same time have decided that we're taking like ownership of our lives and yeah. like taking that control back one thing about me is i will always mm. do what i want to do yeah and growing up especially like ethnic indian immigrant family very mm. strongly opinionated family members not just my parents but like mm. you know the extended family yeah and like i remember the f- one of the first few times i really was like hold on this is like my life i'm gonna do yeah. what i want was when um i was actually in the middle of my economics degree and you know i hated it i hated every part of it it was so interesting but what can you imagine me in ec- like in a no. what am i going to do with an economics yeah. degree and i was you know just about to finish i was one un- i was one subject away from graduation i didn't know you were one unit away i was away. one subject Girl. away from gra- i did it for two and a half years that's crazy and i spent all this money on yeah. uni debt and time and time and this was actually the same time i was working at uh, the beauty the beauty company. Yeah. And um, nearly slipped out. <laughs> yeah, the name nearly slipped out. This is the same time that I started at my my job in the beauty industry. And I had always been obsessed with the beauty industry growing up. Like, that was... I lived and breathed beauty. Like, that's yeah. what I would be looking at. I'd be reading hundreds and hundreds of articles about the most mundane things in the beauty industry. But I just loved it so much. Yeah. And... You know, I started working at that job and then I realized, hold on, I love this so much. Mm -hmm. I can actually make a career out of this. Yeah. And just like that, I changed my degree from Bachelor of Economics to Public Relations and Advertising. Mm -hmm. I started from scratch. I 
completely dropped my degree. Yeah. I applied for a different uni and I got accepted. I didn't tell anyone. Yeah. And then I rang my parents that morning and it was very scary. And I told them, I was like, listen, I, I'm changing unis. I, this is what I'm doing now. I'm doing public yeah. relations and advertising. And I remember my parents at the time being like, what are you going to do with that? Like, what's going on? Yeah. And they're like, so what's happening in Bachelor of Economics? I was like, that's, it's, go- it's, it's done. It's done. <laughs> like, it's, I'm not finishing it. That's it. Yeah. It's in the past. And yeah. um, with time, you know, obviously they were concerned. My dad was very supportive. Mm. Um, I don't think he even understood what was going on. He was just like, okay, cool. Yeah. Um, I don't think he realized at the time I was actually dropping economics. I think he thought I was combining. Oh, uh, yeah. Or and like finishing economics. Yeah. And adding like, another degree. And he was like, wow, my daughter two degrees. Yeah. It was a very vague phone conversation yeah. I gave them. Yeah. And... I think once they saw how passionate I was about my job and how I started getting opportunities and like progressing and getting these really fun, fun, like work opportunities to do and being handed like a lot of like great work experiences, they were like, oh, wait, she's actually really good at this. She can actually do something with this. Mm -hmm. And, you know, I could have sat there and been like, I didn't want to tell my parents. I was terrified. But that was one of the first, like, formative times in my life where I was like, hold on, I'm not going to do what my parents want me to do. Yeah. And I'm not going to do what also the rest of my family is doing. Because I grew up where everyone around me was doing law, doing Mm. medicine, doing, like, all these very academic, Mm. quote-unquote, prestigious um, degrees and very professional degrees. And I just went completely left a field into the creative industry and i think even so my family still doesn't really understand it and that's fine like i'm don't i've never really lived for the validation of anyone else yeah but um that was the first time i really went against like not against because no one was opposing me no one was fighting me i think everyone knows that i'm going to do what i want to do in life but it was one of the times i really like just took ownership of my life and i was like this is what i want to do i want to do it yeah you can just stay along for the journey and it's been a great journey but then that was like the last thing I really did for myself I didn't really like I just kind of let like lived life and took every opportunity day by day and then slowly realized I was falling into a very comfortable pattern of just doing things that were still within my comfort zone yeah um despite being different to everyone else it was still comforting to me yeah um so that's, you know, where we're at now, four yeah. years later. It took me four years um, to realise that. But it's so good because yeah. it really, like, shows. It's Because it's really hard with ethnic parents yeah. to go against. And I feel like you, I, well, for me, mm. with my dad, um, I just feel like my whole life I just always wanted to prove to him that his, like, struggle and his yeah. his risks that he took to make a better life, like, here in Australia was worth it. Yeah. And I put, like, so much pressure on myself to be that person that was, like... And you're the oldest, too. Oh, my God, yeah, the oldest. And yeah. I was, like, hearing and just seeing, like, so how much my dad has done and how he made this, like, stepping stone to give us a better future and something mm. that, like, he only dreamed of when he was growing up. I was, like, I have to make the most of it. And I have to do like I want to make him proud and I was like I realized I was living my life to for him yeah um just to be that like perfect daughter and just yeah. to so he could be so proud and to know that like his choices were worth it and I think it's not until I got a bit older and realized and I was so stressed mm. and I'm like like 21 like feeling like I'm not good enough because people I knew were finishing their degrees mm. already and I was like I don't even I still don't know what degree I want to mm. do 
I'm feeling like such a failure at 21. And that's when I realized I was like, this is so ridiculous. Like I'm literally just like, I'm not even living. I'm just literally just thinking of how can I make my parents proud and how can I make it worth it? And how can I just be so successful just to prove that like he made the right choices. But I'm like, at the end of the day, I think they just want me to be happy. Hundred. <laughs> they just want me to be happy and just to enjoy yeah. whatever I do. And I think that's all that really matters. I agree. But I think that even the thing that's really made us all take a step back and really think about it is not being able to travel. I think so too. Because I think traveling really like is like a band aid <laughs> to your issues. Honestly, I actually agree with you. Yeah. Um, you know, actually. That's, I was about to say something about, like, you know, immigrant parents, they're mm. so hard on you. But yeah. at the end of the day, they really just want you to be happy. Yeah. And I think also, like, in our generation, there's a whole new definition of success. Mm-hmm. I think, you know, of course, there's great achievement in going mm. and getting degrees and doing, you know, very academic professions and prestigious mm. professions. And I think that was a really big... Um, like gateway to financial stability and security for Mm. our parents' generation. And that's why it's so um, idolized now for us as the kids. But I think now our generation has truly reformed, like what is success and what is happiness and at what cost. And also just like, okay, are we going to do what our parents did, which was work for 50, 60 years, Mm. retire, and then just, you know go like that's yeah. i think our generation is really waking up and being like hold on like work has got our life mm. like really on a tight hold yeah and how can we change that how yeah, can exactly. we really live the life that we're living yeah and i think like with covid being stuck in a country and mm. i mean stuck is a negative word but it's just we are stuck in a country yeah. and i'm sure everyone can relate can relate to that <laughs> Because we're all going through it. Yeah. And it's funny because a lot of people are saying like, you know, COVID has made me realize I need to slow down. COVID has made me realize I haven't, you know, done everything I've wanted to do because Mm. I've just been working. And I feel like for myself personally, it's been a little bit of the opposite where I'm like, Mm. okay, COVID has made me realize I need to speed up. Like not in terms of like succeeding or work, but speed up in like stopping so afraid of life. Yeah. Nothing's going to happen to you. You're not going to die. It's fine if you say yes to some opportunities. It's fine to say that you want things out of life. And And it's it's fine to be uncomfortable. Yeah. That's a big thing with us. It's fine to be uncomfortable and it's fine to fail. Yeah. We don't have to plan every second of everything and overthink um, every situation and every scenario. Like we can actually just put ourselves in something and... Um, as long as it's safe yeah <laughs> with our friends and people we trust and <laughs> you know not strangers and stuff yeah. but we can put ourselves in safe situations with people we love and making memories with the people like we love yeah. instead of just being saying content. no all the time saying no because we were yeah. definitely massive no people oh my god and we understood yes. it with each other like it was never any pressure and ever. we didn't we kind of like not enabled it but we were like oh, i understand i'm exactly the same i'm exactly the yeah. same my sisters know i'm the biggest no like <laughs> anything they ask me i'm like no no i don't want to do that i don't want to do that i don't want to do that or even like but it just manifested in all especially professionally for me yeah. i was too scared to even ask for things that i knew i deserved yeah. and even when certain people higher up would be like hey like 
is this what you want to do? Like, this is something we can make happen. And I was so shy. I don't know what, I still don't know what it is, but I'd be like, no, like, okay. Say like, for example, I really wanted this position and you know, someone higher up for me was like, Hey, if you really want this position, I can help you get there. And for some reason I was like, no, like, you know, I'm open to anything. Like I did that very like, female like we're taught like you know just be humble about it humble, be go with the flow go with the flow and it's like i was so scared to even say yes to me accepting that i wanted something out of yeah. life and i just don't get it i still don't get it if anyone's listening to this and they're figuring me out let me know what it is because i <laughs> what's don't wrong with oh, what's wrong with me what am i going through <laughs> um but now i'm really trying to take ownership and be like yes i want to do this yes i want this position yes i want this amount of money yes i want to go to europe you know what i mean like i think i yeah i i don't think it's embarrassment i don't think it's pride i don't think it's ego what it is because i am very much the same and i as well this is what our problem is we help each other and we don't know what it is yeah we don't know (laughs) we need someone else someone (laughs) tell us what's wrong with us and why we always have are so guarded to opportunities and like yeah. going forward but th- not this year not this, this year this is our year there's been and i was telling fiona there's been so many fun opportunities i've been offered where mm. i'm just, and i'm just like oh no it's fine like mm. don't worry like thanks for thinking of me but like you know oh, i'll just i'm it's you know not something yeah. i you know i just say no like yeah. it's so stupid it's like just say yes try it once and then move on you yeah. know um, I think, yeah. But I've definitely been trying to say yes to more things. Yeah. And I feel so much happier. And it's just like the you smallest You do. You thing. look happy. You're I, glowing. I, You're, yeah. You've made a huge change in the last I month. I feel, yeah, this year where after we spoke, which was like pretty much like a beginning. Yeah, yeah. End of the year, beginning. And I really vowed to myself. I'm like, I like... I know this is something that I need to change about myself and I'm going to do it. I'm going to change this and I'm going to take control of my life and I'm going to make opportunities for myself and I'm not going to let fear and um, worries of what anyone will think of me. Failure. And fail. Definitely fail. We have a big fear of failure. Yeah. I'm not going to let that control me anymore because if you fail, it's fine. You're not going to die. I know. That's what we need to tell ourselves. Like you're going to still be living. We literally act as if we're going to die and then like TMZ is going to write like a Oh my (laughs) celebrity. Celebrity. They're going to be like Fiona failed at going, driving to the shops 365 days a year. Like, I know. Um, when really it's not that big of a deal and it doesn't matter. And the only loser in the situation is, is me. Us. Like, that's yeah. it. So, it's so yeah, I've been saying yes to things and things where I usually say no and I'm scared. And I'm mm. like, oh, you know, like, I don't want to put myself out there. I'm tired. I um, don't have the energy. Yeah. I'm just feeling very introverted. I don't want to deal with it. Yeah. I've been Big like, mood. no. I don't even let myself think. I literally am just like, yep, I'm going. Yep, someone invites me. I'm like, yep. I'm oh free. I'm doing it. If I'm like, if Christian's like, let's go gym, I'm like, yep. <laughs> You're just a yes man right now. Yeah, I'm literally I'm, like, I'm the, the same. yes man. If anyone needs me to do anything for them, now is the time to yeah. ask me because I am on a like, yes capade, like where I'm not <laughs> letting myself say no to anything. So yeah. this is the time, this people. This is the time. <laughs> this is the time. Please don't take advantage. <laughs> yeah. I'm I mean, trying to maybe we need life. to be taken advantage of a little bit because we're a bit, <laughs> yeah, we're a bit scared. 
Yeah, but I feel yeah. like it's definitely helping. I, I love feel like that. it's very definitely true when people are like, what you give is what you get back yeah. in return. And I feel like all I see is like positivity and happiness lately. Hopefully us talking about it helps someone else who doesn't feel comfortable opening up to someone else about it and they feel okay knowing that um, it's normal and, you know, I'm going through the same thing. Many people are going through it and I feel like in this day and age with social media, you feel like everyone is Mm. ahead of you and I definitely felt that, especially like hitting 25 or Mm. 26, I forget how old I am, Mm. Um, but you see everyone's like now in their full career jobs that they did their degree for and I was like man like if I even want to go back to uni that's another like three years and I'm so behind and everyone's doing so well and everyone that didn't go to uni there seems so successful like in everything they're doing you just feel like you're such a failure but I feel as though people would be surprised maybe even to hear that this is how like we're feeling yeah because I don't think I've ever like really opened up about it like on social media or anything me neither yeah I think that's a good point yeah and that's the thing like we hear it all the time you only see the positives of of people on social media yeah um but you don't know you know actually interestingly enough I know a lot of people who like you bring up the fact that they're Mm -hmm. doing these jobs that they've gotten these degrees for I know a lot of people get once they hit like 30 or whatever mm. they get um like they hate their job mm. and it's not like oh i hate my job it's literally yeah. like okay like they have kind of the realizations that like, we're having now it? like is this it is this it what 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 is next like yeah. i've worked for this company for 5 years I've and gone i'm as now, high as i can get this is my I'm highest happy salary here. like yeah this is the salary i'm happy with and yeah. You know, some people can go 10, 20 years. I thought I was one of these people that I'm just going to hustle and hustle and hustle and 20 years into a company and I'm going to be here and here and here. And then you just realize like, actually, this is my life. Yeah. Where next? My life is just not my work. Yeah. Um, I've always been, you know what? I'm just like two different people. I don't know if I have like, I love that. part of me where I've like always loved the thought of stability but I feel like I only like the idea of stability if I'm successful same but I'm like if I'm stable but I am not financially stable in that stability I don't want it like Mm. I felt like I'm like that's not the stability I want like Mm. my stability was always if I was like super successful but the thought of reaching my peak with money or um, a job is terrifying to me and terrifying to be stuck and to be, have like a routine where it's the same every single day about it. And I'm like, that is so scary to me that I want to be free. I just want to have like no limit to like the success that I can have. And sometimes I, what pushes me away from having, getting a degree is like, there's a Mm. limit of where I can go. But if you're like a, um, entrepreneur you can kind of you're constantly your evolving way. and I feel like that's something that resonates with me but at the same mm. time there's so much uncertainty in yeah. being an entrepreneur that is terrifying especially for someone like me I'm so like I feel like the process of being an entrepreneur is not easy it's at not all and it's a terrifying. lot of hours and a lot of like um like a lot of work when you're not really getting anything back for like a long time and you have to be really lucky for it to really Mm. like set off and and even though you can become so successful from that I don't know if like Mm. I will ever 
be take the jump able to do it and, and go through like the mental anxiety of it all right of not really knowing and especially yeah. again kind of going back on being like a woman it's like if you if i have a child i can't be so like that radical yeah. like yeah. i have to kind of have that stability feed your kid and yeah. have, have some to bread get, on the table give it some food, <laughs> you have to give it some food. i, I guess bed. you have to feed it like it's really um <laughs> it's really really scary and i think it's scary, that's yeah. like and especially now like i'm 26 and it's yeah. like i can't i don't have time really anymore before you've got time we but were just kids. discussing but this with kids up. though yeah. you know like yeah. for like i know i have a lot of time for myself yeah. like i could literally be 40 and i could mm. still do it but yeah um, I don't want to be reckless and my recklessness or my bad judgment and decisions I get affects you. someone that didn't ask for it. You know? I get that. Yeah. Um, I get that too. But the, you know, there is a beauty. We're not knocking anyone that does like a nine to five every day for the rest no. of their life. Of course not. Like there's, there's such definitely a beauty. There's in such that. a beauty in that stability. Like I see my parents who worked for 30 years they had a very secure job obviously when they came here there was a lot of struggle so they really really value and appreciate that stability and that financial security and that every day they have the privilege of going to work um and i think from us because we've grown up so differently that you know it's it's people are allowed to want different things though right yeah, like totally. we're allowed to like and that's the thing i sit here and i feel almost bad for i feel like oh i'm so privileged i can sit here and say that i don't want to do this 9 to 5 and i don't want to go to work and i am privileged mm-hmm. in saying that i acknowledge that but i think it's also okay to want different things out of yeah. life and i think i'm coming to terms with that as yeah. well like Oh shit! Like I thought my whole life, I wanted this very secure, stable life with a husband and kids, and now it's mm. like I don't want any of that. Like mm. I just, it's oh, scary, very scary. <laughs> yeah, it is. It's really hard, and you only have like one shot, really, like at your life. You have one life, and it's really terrifying when you have like a thousand different paths to take. Yeah, it's like which one do I take? And yeah. it's really scary to put your whole being. This is the path, and that's always what's. To this day, I still don't know what career I want to do. Oh, same. Because I'm, how can I, how do you just put your whole faith and know this is for me, this is what I want, this mm. is going to give me the best life when there's so many options, options out there and it's just so overwhelming and I just don't want to make the wrong choice. Yeah. But then the problem but, yeah. is you don't do, do anything. Do anything. Yeah. We just sit there and we just keep scaring ourselves about like X, Y, and Z. But then I think what we need to learn is that you can try something, not like it and try something else. Yeah. I think we get very like all committed. Yeah. All or nothing. Very committed. Very yeah. dedicated. Um, and we don't realize that, hey, you can just stop. You can just and try stop something and try else. something else. It's okay. Yeah. Um, yeah, it's, I think we're scaring ourselves a little bit now. We're like, okay, we'll wait. But um, I think the the crux of what we're saying is that don't let the fear that you see us clearly have very yeah. evidently in this podcast stop you from even trying. Yeah. And, like, I see the people around both of us, like, in yeah. your life and in yeah. my life, they're not like that. We are surrounded. We are surrounded by courageous, brave like go against getting yeah people. go getting against the grain people and then there's us who are just like what if i fa-? i think it's yeah. maybe a little bit of ego for us like we're a bit afraid to fail and yeah. i think to be afraid to fail you need to 
Like, to be okay with failing, you need to know it's going to blow your ego a little bit. Yeah. I think it is a little bit of... At least I can say, for yeah. me, I think my ego is like, I don't want to fail. I'm just a massive perfectionist. Yeah. Not self-diagnosed, yeah. just in the sense of being yeah. like, I just definitely... Like, if I do something and I'm putting myself out there, yeah. I want to be the best. And oh, my God, I'm the same. And it holds me back. And even, like, oh. with, like... With work, oh, like, especially I'm, in work, I'm the type where I'm like, I don't know what I'm doing unless I know like A to Z. Mm. And even though I might know it more than anyone else in that room, I mm. will still feel like I don't know anything if there's one thing I don't know. And it holds right. me back so much. Like yeah. always, and I'm, ooh, I feel like I'm never confident. I never believe in myself. I think that's like yeah. a self-confidence thing that you need to like learn to learn. trust yourself, I think as well. Yeah. We, well, this wow. is a good way of holding us accountable. Yeah, definitely. Um, Fiona had a really good idea where, like, mm. at least once a month or something like that, we should do something that we're both, like, deathly afraid of. Not, like, eat spiders <laughs> and jump off planes, but, like, like go to the beach or yeah. go... I'm like, scared of shorts. Yeah, I'm scared of wearing shorts. She's scared of wearing shorts. <laughs> so, and, like, one day I'll wear shorts in public yeah. and not run and hide. Yes. And then we'll let you know how that went. Um, but yeah, we should definitely like do something once a month where we're both really scared and we should just do it. And Yeah, and maybe we can like talk about how it makes us feel and yeah. like how we felt facing like our fears, our fears in a sense. But it's like not like anything crazy. It's literally just like a normal way of yeah. living for people. Yeah. Like something that someone doesn't even think twice of doing. Like, I know. It's like wearing yeah. shorts. People don't even think twice about it. But for me, yeah. I will literally not leave my house on like a 30, like 35 plus day yeah. because I seriously will be like, I have nothing to wear. I yeah. like, I'm not wearing shorts. I'm not yeah. wearing this. If I'm going out like in public, I will stay home. And I'm like, that's like literally, that's the degree that I'm not oh, living my yeah. life. Yeah, because, definitely. And it's so silly because it's just a pair of shorts. Debilitating. It's, it feels debilitating of for sure. Well, I think we'll probably maybe wrap it up here because I feel like we've spoken a lot. Yeah. And my throat's a little bit sore. I, I love did it though. not know that there was a limit to my speaking. <laughs> um, Believe it or not, Fiona actually does have a limit to speaking. I think I speaking. need to stop talking. Um, but I feel like this was – I'm really glad that we did this today and we didn't I'm, put it yeah. off any longer. This has been a, I know it's just our first podcast and hopefully the first of many, 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 many podcasts, Mm -hmm. but I've, you know, I felt really comfortable this whole experience. I've done other podcasts before and it's been a fantastic experience, but it hasn't really been like opening up about like stuff I'm really vulnerable about. Yeah. Um, And based on yourself, really. Yeah. It's the first time where you can really just talk about you. Yeah. Yeah. And you know, I'm really glad I got to do it with you. Yeah. Obviously, this is a huge fear of mine. Yeah. So just doing this is um, a big step for both of us. And yeah. it took us so long to finally just sit down and do it. And it happened without us even planning it, I which know. I think is even nicer. So spontaneous. And we've been purely just yeah. ourselves. Like, was, this is literally just this you. Is just you've us. been hanging out with us. You've been hanging out with us. Um, but thank you so much for listening, you guys. Um, if you've stayed through this all, thank you, thank you, thank you. And tune in. Next time. Next time. For whatever the hell this ends up being. (laughs) Bye. I love you guys. Love you.